stick your cock up her ass, you motherfucking worthless cocksucker. Did you fuck my mom? Did you fuck my mom? Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. In the midst of the madness, we're here to bring you joy on the Unholy Mofos. I'm your host, Brother Scott, joined always by my co-host, Jake the Snake. What's up? And just like everything else in the world, we're going to keep on trucking because, well, we can do this in our own homes. Yeah, <laughs> we have much. been for the last <laughs> five years, so... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, speaking of, uh, shouldn't it be our anniversary soon? 
I, uh, I, I know it's in March, but uh, I... Yeah, probably. If it's in March, then yeah. <laughs> it's, it's coming <laughs> up. Eh, maybe we should look that up on break. <laughs> Why we talk about this stuff when recording. <laughs> you couldn't have brought it up two seconds ago, you bastard. <laughs> Oh, yeah, people, you need us right now because right now you're probably sitting at home or shit. Or maybe you are at work. You're one of these essential workers that can't just work from home. So you need us right now. You need our magical voices. So what are we talking about tonight? Tonight. We are doing a few comedies. Comedies uh, about some guys in training and the hilarious hijinks that follow. <laughs> I'm just going to say, I haven't watched Police Academy in like five, six years. So I was going in absolutely fresh and it was amazing. Well, it was actually my first time watching the movie, so. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned for these hijinks. <laughs> So, yeah, that's the plan. Stripes with Bill fucking Murray and Police Academy. Oh, yeah. fun times. Yes, indeed. All right, so before we get into everything, well, uh, I got a fucked up sex act for you. So, this one is called The Leningrad Themer. When one individual defecates upon another oh. two individuals who are duct taped together... While the two individuals are naked and engaging in penetrative intercourse, the defecating individual then proceeds to rub his or her face into defecated material, orally licking it clean. In order to apply, the defecation must contact the outer labia of the female reproductive anatomy and the urethra of the male reproductive system. We need to stop letting Jake do this segment. <laughs> he comes up with some of the nastiest shit. Isn't that the point? <laughs> I mean, it's fucked up, but I mean, that's just gross. <laughs> I'm like, sorry. People, uh, the fascination with shit, like, come on. <laughs> I'm sorry, I thought this was the point of this segment. <laughs> I'm going to smack you. <laughs> Bring it, bitch. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, well, uh, yeah, the uh, free agency started in football. Yeah. And, yeah, we were talking about that just a little bit before the show. And, yeah, yeah my team uh, signing past his prime, Jimmy Graham. Yay. And, hey, uh, it could be worse. It could be the Raiders signing Jason Garrett. <laughs> Uh, not the Jason Garrett, uh, what's his name? Oh, uh, Witten. Witten, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, that's like, that guy fucking <laughs> ancient, man. It just makes me wonder what's happening to uh, Carr. Like, I know he's he was the starter for a while, but they just signed what, Mariota to a four-year yeah. deal or something. Yeah, I would imagine Mariota's probably going to be like at least maybe... Plan to be the backup because, you know, he really wasn't that good in Tennessee. Well, I mean, you don't sign a quarterback to a four-year deal to have him sit back up. I would imagine, well, 
And maybe they're just kind of hoping that uh, Mario would do to carve what uh, Tannehill did to Mariota. I don't know. It's it's a weird fucking off season. We're not gonna go too in depth to it. Uh, if you want to listen to it, probably just have Jake put put what we talked about earlier later on. Yeah, but of course, I, well, we signed. No, we didn't sign. We traded for Nick Foles. Enjoy uh, <laughs> that dead money. Better be Super Bowl winning Nick Foles. We're getting. Isn't he like coming back? To like, he's he's reconnecting with someone. Who is it? Trey uh, Burton. Yeah, Trey Burton and our quarterback coach. What's his quarterback coach in Philadelphia? And well, our head coach basically runs the same system they are running in Philadelphia as well. So maybe it'll turn out well. I mean, he can't be any worse than Trubisky, can he? <laughs> Mitchell Trubisky. Uh, I imagine worst case scenario, we'll probably be looking for a quarterback in the next draft. Yep. Welcome <laughs> to quarterback hell. Bears are always in quarterback hell. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> the Browns are always in quarterback hell. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Browns are just as bad as us. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the, the Browns made a few good moves. So. Yeah, what? We'll see how that pans out with a new GM, new front office, and all that stuff. And I guess more important news is that Patriots are finally going to suck. Oh, yeah. I expect maybe a five-win season. I mean, Bills are getting better, so they'll probably end up winning the division. That would be nice. It would be nice to see somebody else win the division for once. I don't even care if Miami wins it. Like, come on. Just have somebody else win it. I I'm not sure if I see Miami or New York winning it, but <laughs> only <laughs> oh New York had a, had a shot for you know what they had. I mean the last time it has been a different division winner was uh, when Brady hurt his knee and was out for the entire season. So there's been at least one combo breaker, but you know, we might finally. <laughs> Get to see something different this year. People are saying the uh, NFC South is going to be like the division now. You got fucking Drew Brees. They just signed Emmanuel Sanders, I think, like, what, last night? So he's got more fucking weapons to play with over there. Yeah. It's just... And Todd Gurley's in that division now. Like, come on. That's crazy. Eh, I don't know about the Falcons, man. I mean, I mean, I think if Matt Ryan gets his shit together and, you know, plays like he did MVP season, like, I, I think it'll, it'll be interesting. Yeah. Carolina's probably going to be in last place in that division this year. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a train wreck going on over there. Yeah. Yeah, I imagine it's yeah. probably going to come down to Tampa Bay or New Orleans. I think it'll be New Orleans. I I think New Orleans and possibly the Ravens in the Super Bowl. Yeah, it could be. That's my too- that's my early midsummer predictions. Not even summer, man. <laughs> my early spring predictions. Yeah, I mean spring just started, man. Spring may have just started, but it's still cold as shit. Indeed, it is. 
Well, hey, at least we don't have to worry about missing out on good spring weather for now. Huh? Huh? That's a... <laughs> <sighs> look, look for bright sides in this time of crisis. Who says it's a crisis? Who says this wasn't planned? Potatoes, potatoes, potatoes. <laughs> uh, moving on, and... Well, we're <laughs> not really going to move on too much because... Uh, Channel 4 News team, I'm Veronica Corningstone. And I'm Ron Burgundy. Go fuck yourself, San Diego. Here we are at the news section, and, well, yeah, pretty much the news is going to be mostly about everything that's been going on, because uh, either we're not going to be seeing some films for a while, or they're going to be released to streaming. So, uh, more rumors have been coming out more more plot leaks that like uh the sinister six is gonna be in spider-man 3 where they're gonna set it up and then have it be the ultimate like team up movie that they've been building towards yeah like the uh sinister six is gonna be like vulture scorpion mysterio uh uh what's his name craven uh, like the tinkerer and the shocker the tinkerer really yeah, low level the fucking they if they're gonna do the goblin in the mcu they need to do the hobgoblin like they need to do a darker version because they've tried green multiple times and it hasn't worked so why not go and do the hobgoblin first and see if you can't get that right but do it in the mcu so you know kevin feige's watching over it and he makes sure it's done right yeah, i've been watching videos talking about the whole sam raimi yeah, Spider-Man trilogy, and yeah, they really could have done the Green Goblin a little better in that first movie. <laughs> I mean, come I on. mean, nothing, it's nothing against Defoe. Willem Dafoe, but I mean, it's I Willem Dafoe. Just put him in green makeup. <laughs> he's all, he's already scary looking enough. I think, I, I think if they're gonna do it, though, they need to get the actual Goblin outfit this time. Like, yeah. not, not try to, like, advance it and, you know, these super techie, you know, costumes. Like, it needs to look like, you know, he does in the comics. Or do what they did in Amazing Spider-Man. Oh, it's actually a medical condition that's turned me into a freaky-looking thing. <laughs> no, not even that. It, it, it has to be comic accurate. I mean, they did that with Mysterio, so... You know, I would yeah. like to think that they would do it with other, you know, guys, too. I don't know. That's just my two cents. I would love love a comic-accurate goblin. Yeah, but I, I do hear that he is going to be, uh, Green Goblin's going to be coming in uh, Phase 5 or five, uh, Phase 6. Mm, okay. That's still going to be a while, huh? Yeah, they're setting it up so, like, Norman Osborn will be, I think... He's going to be like that benefactor they were talking about in uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Mm. So, there was actually, they actually filmed a scene with Norman Osborn in the MCU. And it was supposed to be in Far From Home, but uh, I guess like the target or the screening audience didn't like it. So they ended up just taking it out. And that's how we got the the ending we saw with Spider-Man's identity being revealed wonder if that will ever leak. I doubt it, considering 
everybody who goes into the test screenings have to sign like those NDAs, so where they cannot talk about it and yeah. you know stuff like that. So it's I don't know. Pretty much everything is your. All of that that I just said is basically taking off of what somebody has said. Is it true? Possibly, yeah. But we can never really truly know. Yep. And, uh, well, some cool news for me. I guess we definitely are officially getting a Scream 5. Ugh. I, I, I'm not excited. I'm the only thing I cut- heard was that, like, uh, Kevin Williamson is coming back to produce, and that's it. Yeah, and uh, the director is, uh, I think it's this guy right here. Yep. He directed uh, that Ready or Not. Yes, he did. uh, What is it? uh, Matt Bettinelli, Alpin, and uh, Tyler Gillette. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That's a great pronunciation there, Jake. (laughs) And... uh, I am looking at the IMDb for it. It's probably a fan-made poster right here, but actually pretty cool looking. I wouldn't mind it being the actual poster because it's just like it's like a, uh, a number five, but the bottom of it is like knife-shaped and blood splatter on it. Is it kind of like that? What they did with the fourth one? Yeah, almost. And what I saw this, they got to, they. I'm looking at the more like this, and there's like. Stab. Uh, that would be cool. Like, you, you, instead of making it a scream movie, why don't you actually like retcon it and make it like a stab movie? You know, that could be a cool idea for like a Scream Five if you're if you're going to do it that way. Yeah. But like, basically, the only thing you can do at this point is like remake it, and I can't see it being as good as. I don't know. I, I have huge doubts going into this. I'm yeah. going to be on record as saying I have huge doubts. I'm going to be just cautiously optimistic about it. I mean, I had a little bit of doubts before Scream 4. I was like, okay, we'll see how this turns out. And, well, go then back again, and listen. I mean, I was actually excited for that one. Like, you know, Wes Craven was coming back to direct. And, I mean, I just... With this, it, you know, you, you're not having the same writer or director... So it's that's the thing that gets me. Yeah, I mean I've repeated often and often every time we talk about Scream. The one thing I really like about the series, I mean even Scream Three, is that they all had the same cast. I mean three main cast members at least, and the same director, and you just don't get too much other movies like that. No, you don't. It's just a, it's very worrisome. Yeah, being a fan. Yeah, I guess we will see. And well, one thing I heard is that they're saying that the uh, film is going to start in May. And like, uh, you sure at this point? <laughs> Nothing is being filmed right now. No. Well, that's right now. But I'm I'm thinking by the end of April, early May, the world will be back to normal. Yeah, I'm hoping so. I mean, I'm liking working from home and. You'll see why in a bit in our what we've been watching section. But, <laughs> uh, Just be glad your boss doesn't listen to this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, I'm not sure how I can do with just a whole month of that. You know, because I usually talk to my team leader about sports and stuff and everything going on. 
the sports world out. He was just like, uh, oh, I, yeah, I can't talk to him right now. Mm. <laughs> and, uh, well, another thing I heard is that, well, one series, I'm so surprised wasn't being talked about with everything getting rebooted these days. And now I'm hearing something that a new Final Destination movie is coming. And this yeah. one's supposed to involve some first responders. Why beat a dead horse? Well, maybe they haven't been touched that since uh, almost a decade ago. And like I said, you know, they're rebooting. I'm just saying, didn't, didn't the last one bomb? Well, yeah, it did, but, you know, I like mean. You're, you're, you can't try and, you, you can't stop. But, but it's like Terminator, can. just stop. <laughs> yeah, well, previous Terminator movies didn't do too well, and Hell Screen 4 didn't do too well box office-wise, and. That one always shocked me. It's it's a head scratcher, it really is. I know it's Tyler's favorite screen movie. (laughs) 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 Couldn't fucking talk about it enough. (laughs) Yeah, but uh, I don't know. Like I said, you know, everything's getting rebooted and all. I thought I'm surprised they weren't touching that just yet, and now it looks like they are. Yeah, I enjoy those movies. I mean, first one was obviously the best one. But, uh, you know, the rest, you know, there's just fun just to see all this creative ways that can come with, you know, killing people and just these accidental ways and all. <laughs> I guess speaking of uh, just a little bit of funny stuff, uh, I think 20th anniversary of the first movie just came and went and Devin Sawa just tweeted out saying, hey, you remember that moment in the movie I'm hiding in a cabin in the middle of the woods? From death. That's what I'm fucking doing now. Yeah, he's been uh, pretty active on Twitter lately. And I don't know if you heard, but uh, you know that band Trapped? Uh, yeah, I've been hearing about <laughs> <that>. <laughs> He basically just alienated every fan he had in like the last three days. <laughs> it, it, it was hilarious to sit there and just watch it. I'm surprised uh, you're you're the one bringing it up, considering it's involving potatoes. <laughs> I'm just saying, like all like like all the people I listened to, they were getting involved. It was just fucking hilarious. <laughs> like this dude is just trying to stay relevant, and like he just can't do it. Everybody's like putting him down. He's just he's trying to fight back. It's fucking funny. Oh, he was getting real racist with it too. Yeah, yeah. I can't surprise you're the one bringing this up. Oh, I just—I didn't know if you heard about it. It's just. Oh yeah. It, it was all over Twitter. I opened it up like uh, I think it was Wednesday night. It was after Matt Hardy debuted for AEW, and I just—I started seeing it, and I was just like, "Huh." <laughs> this is funny. Yeah, I was so excited when that happened. I know you don't like to talk about wrestling, but. Uh, AEW this week with no crowd in the uh, no crowd in the arena. It was it was a good show. Yeah, I, I would have liked it if it was here because I had bought tickets and I was supposed to be there on Wednesday. It is what it is. I was so yeah, pissed with the cancel. I almost want to see what these things are like without the crowd. SmackDown was on last night. Apparently, Gronkowski made his debut. Ugh, whatever. 
I've given up on that company. If you're going to watch any of it, you should watch AEW. It's a lot better. It's, the stuff isn't scripted, and it's not being run by a dictatorship. So basically, the people who are performing are the ones who are basically trying to tell the story. And everybody has a lot more freedom, and it's more fun. So If you're going to check any of it out, I would check that one. Okay. Yeah, I mean, other than that, I, I've just got nothing. Again, you know, majority of the news is just going to be like, hey, this movie's delayed. This movie's coming out on streaming. That's probably what it's going to Let's talk about the MCU. Like, uh, Black Widow is being delayed. But they haven't said anything about the Eternals yet, which is interesting. Well, yeah, that's supposed to come out in November. And, like they, I think they said that. Is that done filming or? I don't remember. I, I don't know. I would imagine they've been filming for a while. I mean, it's at least got to be in post production. I mean, I, I think they were towards the end of filming. I don't know. I know they started filming on Shang Chi, and that stopped production. Falcon yeah. and Winter Soldier's done. Uh, Loki. I don't. I don't know what they did. I think they stopped filming for that too. Yeah, yeah. We were going. We were starting to talk about this too, and like in the pre-show stuff. And I'm like, hey, hey, let's save this for the show. Like it so just it just... makes me wonder like the timetable of when this stuff is gonna come out because like I wonder if they're gonna keep them coming out when they were supposed to. Yeah. Well, one thing I've heard is that they're promising that. Uh, you know, whenever Black Widow may come out, it it will not mess up anything, considering well, it's yeah, a prequel. I mean, it's, yeah, it, it takes place right after Civil War, so a long time ago in the MCU. Really? It's taking place be, before? It's taking place after Civil War. Oh. When she's on the run. Oh, okay. I guess uh, somehow I was figuring this was going to be like uh, before she joined the Avengers. No, no. Okay. Yeah, well, that's news to me, then. It's it's basically, it takes place between Civil War and the start of Infinity War. Okay. That I hope that clears it up for you. Yep, that does. I'm interested to see what uh, David Harbour <laughs> brings to the table. <laughs> but, yeah. Because uh, yeah. I, I did hear, though, that, like, uh, if, you know, this movie does really well, that they might consider bringing his character back, which would be cool. Yeah. Uh, one thing we were talking about, of course, before interrupting, he's like, hey, save it for the show. It's just like how much it would suck if it got released to uh, Disney streaming. Yeah, we, we were talking about, like, I was saying, like, the movies are made to be in the theaters. Like, you don't get endgame level reactions from people unless it's in theaters. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I look like, back, I think the <laughs> only... Uh, Marvel movie I missed out theatrically was the first Captain America. And, you know, looking back, I mean, that's, that's okay for that movie. I mean, not saying it was a bad one, but, you know, I mean, I, I think it I could live without, I couldn't live without seeing that, without that one on the big screen compared to like all the other ones. But I, I just can't imagine if I missed out on fucking Endgame in the movie theaters Without that big crowd reaction, without that big crowd reaction to Captain wielding Thor's hammer, I mean, ah, oh, that was just an awesome re scene with an awesome reaction. 
I mean, the entire reaction from my audience, it's definitely something you'll remember for the rest of your life. It's It truly is an experience. Yeah. And to deny people that so where they're just sitting at home watching it, it's just it, it doesn't have the same effect to it. Right. I mean, granted, there's a lot of movies that you could go see that don't get the reaction, but the Marvel movies, like these major superhero movies that are trying to elicit that kind of reaction, you just you can't do it. Even just beyond superhero movies, I mean, there's been just so much other reactions, like going to go see Halloween 2018 in the movie theaters. I mean, the whole part where we got to reverse the Rue when Michael looked over the balcony and Lori was gone, that got a huge reaction. I don't really remember too much about my screening of Halloween. Everybody was really quiet. Yeah, I... I do remember my second viewing of the movie, and I was seated next to a few jackasses. You know, people <laughs> got to be like, oh, look what's going on right here on the screen. Derp, 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 derp. <laughs> like, I am so glad this is my second viewing of the movie, or else these people's lives would be ended. I know I... you catch Corona. <laughs> I would That's not a legal thing to say, right? No. <laughs> okay. I hope Brady gets Corona. How about that? <laughs> I hope it. I hope it does the same thing polio does. Fuck cripples him. Brady's under fifty and kind of has a healthy lifestyle, so if he gets to run, it'll probably be a little. Of course, because he's fucking rich, and the rich are privileged. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I. Uh, I hope he will. Yeah, at least get some theatrical viewing of Black Widow, and you know. <laughs> I think well, it'll go to quite theaters. I think it'll be like August or September when it comes out. Yeah, and uh, yeah, hoping the new Saw movie gets a theatrical release too, because all those movies I saw on the big screen. So let's not you break saw, that trend. You saw every single Saw movie on the big screen. Yes, I did. God, I feel so sorry for you. Hey, I enjoy those movies. <laughs> Don't judge me. I just feel so sorry for you. I guess speaking of never-ending franchises, though, they are delaying the next Fast and Furious to next summer. Yeah, that was surprising that they did it that that long. I know. Like, I guess the movie's ready. It's supposed to come out in fucking May. Yeah, so they want a theatrical experience for that one. Yeah, I guess. Well, I guess you got to figure all these movie companies, they're going to offload a lot of movies when it comes out, or when we can start going back to theaters, so. I know. <laughs> it's yeah. going to be like new movies every week. <laughs> yeah, what really sucks is I still got some gift cards and uh, I got for Christmas, and uh, <laughs> they will still the best. Right. I got them from Christmas, and it may be Christmas by the time I use them all up. I mean, okay, maybe not going to be that bad, but at this point, it's almost feeling like it. <sighs> well, uh, you got anything else? Uh, no, I'm, I'm good. Moving on. All right, so, being locked up. Good Lord, what are you watching? I really haven't been watching too much. I've been playing a lot of, like, Xbox. I've been playing a lot of, like, basketball, uh... You know, like zombie games. Just I've been, I've been trying to pass the time, and you know, playing games really helps. Like, there's days that like I 
I can go, and it'll be like five o'clock, and I'll be like, "Holy shit, where'd the day go?" And a lot of that happens a lot of the time for me. Yeah, uh, but I, what I do, I was just gonna say, I remember those days. Yep. But uh, when I do watch stuff, uh, like I've been watching uh, more Hell's Kitchen. Uh, after watching Police Academy last night, I watched the second one. Um, it's, it really hasn't been a lot. Uh, I have been doing a lot of reading. Though. I've been reading a lot of like uh, Spider-Man and uh, Wolverine, Daredevil, that kind of stuff. I just not, I don't know. It's, I really haven't been watching too much. I'm sure you know in, within the next two weeks I'll probably start watching a lot more, mostly just because I can't do anything else. <laughs> well, my list isn't too big for right now, but. Uh... I do have a, well, last time we recorded, I think I may have been watching this while uh, editing the episode, this movie called Robot Ninja. It's just oh, a low-budget uh, late 80s movie. It seemed like a cool concept, like a guy who's like this TV character named Robot Ninja, who I swear, <laughs> look up this cover, a guy looks a lot like Lord Zed from Power Rangers. One day he... <laughs> Runs into these guys who are attacking this couple, and well, the bad guys end up killing these people and being the shit out of him. So he decides, hey, I'm gonna create an actual suit for this robot ninja and fight crime with this. And uh, he gets help with a scientist friend of his, which honestly, I don't know why he did because all he pretty much did, he could have done was a whole welding class or something like that. I mean, the suit wasn't. Really too high-tech. We're not talking Iron Man here. <laughs> the most high-tech thing he did was a voice modulator. And like, yeah, you can just pick those up at a Halloween store, man. Again, this what, seems like a... scream all over again? <laughs> this could have been an awesome concept, but, you know, after a while, the second half of the movie is him actually getting beat the fuck up by his bad guys and him going like, like oh, I'm so beat up. What's happening to me? I don't know, I just was expecting a little bit more. Anyway, uh, I should a movie called The Beast Within, and that's something I've always seen a cover for, just never got around to seeing, but yeah, this was a actually a pretty cool movie. Like, it's about, like, years ago, this couple's going out, and woman gets raped by this monster, and then uh, she ends up giving birth to a guy around his teenage years, he just starts turning into this beast. Yeah. That sounds like a supernatural episode. Early 80s movie, pretty cool. And, uh, honestly, not too much. Like, let's see, I rewatched Endgame the other day. It was just almost so freaky, similar to the events going on. Like, beginning movie, you know, showing California, like, nobody on the streets and all. And, like, ah! Yeah, but, uh, in case you're wondering, yet still get the same reactions to uh, Cap grabbing the hammer. Cap yelling, assemble! Same reactions to Toadie. <laughs> Same reactions to Pappy saying, you can have all the cheeseburgers you want. <laughs> How many times did you see it in theaters? Um, only once, actually. I know. Yeah. I think I saw it, what, three times in theaters? I helped uh, contributed to the three billion dollars it made. <laughs> and, uh, well, as far as TV shows go, like, binge-watching more of Bob's Burgers. Almost done with that, actually. 
and watching more of that Dr. Pimple Popper show. And oh my God, I am so glad this one episode I watched after her, I was completely free from my allergic reaction because there's one episode a guy had psoriasis of the skin like on his arm, chest, and back, and legs, and oh, I'm not kidding. This stuff looked like what I fucking had yeah. if I would watched that right in the middle of my little uh, reaction. You know, I'd be calling the girlfriend like, ah, babe, I'm freaking out. Ah. I'm dying. Uh, I mean, not dying, but yeah, at the very least, this shit I had went away, and psoriasis apparently lasts a long ass time so yeah that's all i got like i said i imagine in the next month or so i expect a little bit more binge watches <laughs> yeah well i can't i really can't believe i haven't watched all that much i can't I, believe it's already been two weeks yeah i've also been doing some audiobooks like doing some at work before we're being told to work from home there's one I'm reading called Revelations. One you're and, reading? Well, okay, listening to. You, you know what I meant. <laughs> I'm totally reading it as someone reads it to me. <laughs> this one's actually kind of cool. Like about a small town in Arizona. Some women are getting pregnant, losing their babies. Even an 80-year-old gets pregnant. But, uh, you know, there's this uh, preacher uh, coming to town saying, you must repent. And we find out that Satan is actually using these dead babies to come to life and kill people. Did Satan want his dead babies back? <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, running joke. <laughs> but yeah, that's everything I got. So let's begin these movies. All right, uh, who's first? I believe Stripes came first, so you are first. All right, well then, uh... Put a song in and we'll be back.
in a dead-end job? Personal problems got you down. You can't go! All the plants are gonna die! I've lost my job, my apartment, my car, and my girlfriend. Well, the Army can turn your life around. Oh, I knew it. She was walking next to me. Join a whole new breed of professionals. Oh my God, Mama. Learn what it's like to feel like a man. Get your body into incredible shape. Master important career skills. <laughs> what are you going to do with that? This and this. <laughs> and represent your country in foreign lands. Chicago! <laughs> so if you're a man who likes to take charge of your own life... You're different! You're weird! You're a mutant! You're a killer! You're a trained killer! You're a lean, mean, violent machine! I'll do This looks like your kind of challenge. So am I to understand that you men completed your training on your own? That's the fact, Jack! That's the fact, Jack! Join the wackiest group that ever put on a uniform. Gentlemen, this is the EM-50 urban assault vehicle. And ride with them as they blunder across borders. Hey, Louis, get this thing moving. Come on. You're dangerous, you know that? All right, steady, steady, steady. We got one heavily armed recreational vehicle here, man. Oh, this is interesting. And we're finally back. 
<laughs> we we kind of got sidetracked for a while. That's uh, what maybe you'll hear it in the middle of a pandemic, people. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you'll hear it in the outtakes. Maybe you won't. Who knows? Well, we're doing stripes. Or I'm doing stripes. And uh, what's the IMDb of that stuff? Came out June 26, 1981. A 6.9 on IMDb. 69. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, directed by Ivan Reitman. You might have heard that name if you watched a little movie called Ghostbusters. And, well, speaking of Ghostbusters, we've got Bill fucking Murray in this, and we got Harold Ramis, and uh, a lot of other people. We've got John Candy, of course. John Candy returns to the show once again. How many John Candy movies have we done by now? <laughs> We've uh, unfortunately got to be nearing the end of how many we can actually do. Yeah, I would imagine so. And uh, John Larroquette from Night Court and narrator of Texas Chainsaw Massacre paid in a joint to narrate that movie. And uh, we totally got PJ Souls in this movie as well. Totally. No totallys from her in this one, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, if that's it, I say we uh, we get started. Okie dokie. Well, we meet our main character, John Winger, a.k.a. Bill Murray. He's a cab driver. He uh, he doesn't like his job. He uh, He's not very nice to his, his you know, his patrons. So, you know, and he's got, you know, he's, he doesn't have a good life. So, you know, in the span of a few hours, he loses his job, his apartment, his girl, and his car. And uh, best way to quit your job, too. Stop being right <laughs> in the middle of a bridge, taking the keys out, and throwing them off the bridge. <laughs> well, when you have a, a really rich lady who makes you do everything really delicately... You, you just, you have to screw with her just a little bit. <laughs> but he's no longer got that. Well, realizing he's a loser with no prospects, he decides to join the army. And he's got a buddy. His name is Russell Ziski. He is a teacher of English as a second language. And uh, he ends up, you know, saying, hey, Russ, let's, uh, let's, let's join the army. Let's do it. We can meet women. We can travel the worlds. <laughs> uh, Russell challenges him to do like 10 push ups or something, so he ends up having to do them. Yeah. And, uh, he, he does like 10, and then Russell, he just like, all right, you earned your money, and he tosses the money at him. I love those scenes, though, where he like throws that basketball right out the window, and he's just like, hey, hey, down there, could you throw that back to me? And he like clears the window and ends up coming through the other one. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> so yeah, they uh, they go off to the recruiting office, and they are soon sent off to basic training. So upon arriving at Fort Arnold, they meet their fellow recruits, and they meet their drill sergeant, Sergeant Hulka. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention the other guy in this movie, other big name, Judge Reinhold. Yeah. <laughs> You know, yeah. Sergeant Hulk, he's got to be the, the guy that uh, <laughs> has to get screwed with. 
<laughs> he's 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 got to be taught a lesson and now to lighten up. Uh, moments after arriving, John angers Sergeant Holka and is ordered out to do push-ups. He uh, he stands out as like a slacker throughout basic training. Like you know he's you know he's Bill Murray. He does whatever the fuck he wants. Right. Their uh, commanding officer is the arrogant and incompetent Captain Stillman, and this is. Yeah, it's <laughs> He fucking, like, he's really just a bumbling idiot, and, like, all he <laughs> does is, like, stare into the women's showers all day. It's really <laughs> stupid. <laughs> Boobies. As, uh, as basic training progresses, Russell and John, they become romantically linked to a couple of female MPs Louise Cooper and Stella Hansen. Uh, yeah, Sean Young. Hey, wasn't she uh, Einhorn in Ace Ventura? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Einhorn is a man! <laughs> <laughs> well, not long uh, before graduation, Sergeant Hoka is injured when Stillman... Trying to impress a visiting colonel orders a mortar crew to fire without setting target coordinates. <laughs> so, <laughs> fucking mortar shell fucking lands like next to this building and then just he ends up falling off to the ground. Oh, he's injured yeah. and he's out. Yeah, I forgot to interject with uh, when they're introducing everybody while you're joining the army. Where we first learned Oxville, John Candy is like, oh, I just wanted to lose weight. And there's that one guy, uh, Francis, or he's like, call me psycho. Don't you dare call me Francis. Lighten up, Francis. The name's Francis Sawyer. But everybody calls me psycho. Any of you guys call me Francis, and I'll kill you. (laughs) Just made the list, buddy. And I don't like nobody touching my stuff. So just keep your meat hooks off. If I catch any of you guys in my stuff, I'll kill you. Also, I don't like nobody touching me. Now, any of you homos touch me, and I'll kill you. Lighten up, Francis. (laughs) You're all in this together. One of these men may save your life one of these days. You understand that? Then again, maybe one of us won't. (laughs) me yeah my name's dewey oxberger my friends call me ox you might have noticed i've uh got a slight weight problem no yeah i do yeah yeah i do i went to this doctor and well he told me i i swallowed a lot of aggression along with a lot of pizzas. <laughs> pizzas. <laughs> I'm basically a shy person. I'm a shy guy, and uh, he suggested taking one of these uh, aggression training courses, you know, these aggressive training courses like AST, those type of things. Anyway, it cost 400 bucks. Yeah, 400 bucks to join this thing. Well, I, I didn't have the money. And I thought to myself, join the army. It's free. So I figured, while I'm here, I'll lose a few pounds. And you got, what, a six to eight week training program here? A real tough one? Which is perfect for me. I'm going to walk out of here a lean, mean fighting machine. (laughs) 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 
really dumb. I, there's a lot of good quotes in this movie, but we, we really didn't have a copy to to play around with. So, yeah. I hopefully, just, hope, hopefully you can find some good ones. Yeah, I I just saw the movie yesterday morning, so I'm a little bit more fresher. So uh, the men they go to a a mud wrestling bar where John convinces Dewey Ox to uh, wrestle a group of women. <laughs> he steps into the ring and he starts wrestling in the, with the women and everything's slipping and sliding and it's just it's, it's fun little times. Yeah, so we can also see that Ox uh, has a little bit of a temper to him too. <laughs> yeah, like uh, so like like the girls like hit him or something, and he just he starts losing it. Oh, and of course, did you notice what was playing when they entered this place? Ah, uh, it's been a while. Remind me, Rubber Band Man, same song that was playing when we were introduced to the Guardians and Infinity War. <laughs> All I can think of is Drax falling asleep. <laughs> <laughs> The club is then raided by uh, some MPs and police. Well, Stella and Louise cover for John and Russell as they arrest them and, you know, say, hey, we're, we're going to take these two in. Well, the uh, the rest of the platoon are returned to base where a furious Stillman threatens to make them all repeat basic training because they're the most incompetent group of misfits, you know, of all time. <laughs> just... just Another classic comedy movie about people doing basic training. <laughs> yeah. Uh, after partying with Stella and Louise and, you know, getting a little, the, yeah. uh, the buddies, buddies return to the barracks. And uh, John, he motivates the platoon with a passionate speech and begins to uh, get them in shape for graduation. They, uh, they're basically the only thing they had left to learn was like the uh, you know the the waving the gun around you know making sure that they could do all the, the yeah that's and hot you know that yeah. shit <laughs> I I don't know what it is called we're all very different people we're not Watusi we're not Spartans we're Americans with a capital A huh you know what that means. Do you? That means that our forefathers were kicked out of every decent country in the world. We are the wretched refuse. We're the underdog. We're mutts. Here's proof. His nose is cold. But there's no animal that's more faithful, that's more loyal, more lovable than the mutt. Who saw Old Yeller? Who cried when Old Yeller got shot at the end? Nobody cried when Old Yeller got shot, I'm sure. I cried my eyes out. So we're all dog faces. We're all very, very different. But there is one thing that we all have in common. We were all stupid enough to enlist in the Army. We're mutants. There's something wrong with us, something very, very wrong with us. Something seriously wrong with us. We're soldiers. But we're American soldiers. We've been kicking ass for 200 years. We're 10 and 1. Now, we don't have to worry about whether or not we've practiced. We 
don't have to worry about whether Captain Stillman wants to have us hung. All we have to do is to be the great American fighting soldier that is inside each one of us. Now, do what I do and say what I say and make me proud. Fall in? Yeah! Well, after a long night of practice, they end up oversleeping and they almost missed the ceremony. So they end up running over to the, uh, the parade grounds. And uh, there, you know, they just interject and they give, you know, an eccentric yet highly coordinated drill display led by John. Well, General Barnaby is impressed when he finds out that they had to complete basic training without a drill sergeant and decides they are just the kind of go-getters he wants working on his EM-50 project in Italy. Once in Italy, the platoon is reunited with a recovered Sergeant Holka and assigned to guard the EM-50 urban assault vehicle. And uh, it's an armored personnel carrier disguised as a recreational vehicle. <laughs> it's an old 80s fucking RV. That's, that's what you call it. Fed up with their boring assignment, John and Russell, they decide to steal the EM-50 to go visit their <laughs> girlfriends stationed in West Germany. When Stillman yep. finds the EM-50 missing, he launches an unauthorized mission to get the, uh, the vehicle back. Were you going to say something? What? No, I wasn't. Well, he, uh... He, he, you know, launches the mission before his superiors finds out it's gone, and, you know, his his hide will be the one blamed for it. Hoka urges Stillman not to go, but, you know, he's, of course, overruled. Stillman inadvertently leads the platoon across the border into... Czechoslovakia, which is not a place you want to be. Yep. <laughs> Holka realizes where they are and jumps out of the truck just before it's captured by the Soviet army. He makes a Mayday radio call that is heard by John and Russell who realize that the platoon came looking for them and are now in danger. So, the guys now, with the ladies, take the EM-50 and they go to infiltrate a Soviet base where the platoon is being held. With some assistance from Holka, they save the entire platoon, having to go around corners and... Yeah, uh, one thing. Of course, you recognized one of those German guards, didn't you? Uh, yeah, he was familiar, but the name is not coming to me. Here's a hint. You suck! Yeah, check ass! Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, uh, Joe Flaherty, I think that's his name. I think that's, yeah, I think that's his name. Yeah, I just love also the part where they're trying to get him out with the explosives, but it doesn't do anything, so <laughs> they have to rely on Ox's little temper to get them out. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't he, like, break through a wall or something? Uh, break through the door. <laughs> break through the door, yeah. Like I said, I... The listeners don't know, but I'm pretty much just going off of memory at this point, plus a little little synopsis notes here and there. Upon returning to the U.S., John, Russell, Luis, Stella, and Holka are treated as heroes, each being awarded the Distinguished Service Cross. 
Antarctica, we're seeing everybody on newspapers or magazine covers. Hulk retires and opens up the uh, the Hulka Burger franchise. <laughs> yeah, that's on Hulka. <laughs> and uh, Stella is on Playboy. Yeah, I, it, I, it's I that is. Yeah. She she appears on Penthouse. Ox makes the cover of something called Tiger Beat. Yeah, it uh, was a teen magazine back in the 80s, like, basically for uh, eye candy for the female. So, of course, John Candy be on there is supposed to be funny. <laughs> Russell recreates his uh, firefight with the Russians for Guts magazine, and John is featured on the cover of News World. Captain Stillman is reassigned to the weather station near Nome, Alaska. And thus, we roll credits. Okay. Jake, what do you think? Alright, second time I've watched the movie. The first time I watched it, we did as a, a commentary for another show for Nudie's birthday. I want to say it was probably last year or something. And so this was the second time I watched the movie. And, and of course, you know, a disadvantage of when you're working and watching movies is that well one thing has to be sacrificed and uh, as far as attention getting gets and, and I'm such a good worker so uh, I, I think I was still able to get so much of the jokes I mean I was able to remember a lot more than Scott did <laughs> <laughs> but you know like you say it's Bill Murray, Harold Ramis John Candy and uh, you know you get those guys together for a movie you know you're going to get some hilarious <laughs> hijinks. It's just going to happen. There's nothing you could do about it. It's just, it's, it's, you know, what they do as actors. I mean, I would still say, as far as uh, Reitman and Bill Murray, Ramis goes, I would still choose Ghostbusters because it's the fucking Ghostbusters. But for this one, uh, yeah, I'm going to give a pretty good two, and... Yeah, some of these days I'm just going to have to give this movie my 100% attention to. But, yeah, it's a pretty good movie. This is definitely one I've... Uh, one I saw randomly on, I think it was Netflix, when I first got it. it I saw Bill Murray on the cover, and I was just like, oh, all right, let's check it out. And <laughs> instantly I fell in love with it. You know, like you said, John Candy, Harold Ramis... Bill Murray, Ivan Reitman. You can't go wrong. You know, you can basically pretty much do anything with them, and, you know, the improvisation and, you know, just them doing what they can is is just funny enough, as it is. So, you know. <laughs> this, I'm going to give this one a best. This is, this is one of the greater, you know, whatever category you want to put this movie under. You know, Recruitment style movies. I, I don't know. We need to come up with a term for them. Uh, this okay. Police Academy. Training day comedy or in training comedies. Uh, I guess. Something. So, I don't know. We'll figure it out. And, you know, these also make these two movies also make me think a lot about Animal House as well. I mean, uh, even though Animal House wasn't really a training movie, well, I mean. It was trying to get these guys trained for uh, college and this fraternity, I guess, in a way you could say. Don't really have too much else to say about this, do you? I do not. 
Then I think uh, we should move on and let you uh, do what you're going to do. Yep. So, putting a song here uh, for the first time in a while, I'm actually stumped as far as music choices go. But uh, I'll figure something out. And uh, after that song, we'll get back to Police Academy.
city was full of it. Hey! Three TVs! Desperate measures were needed. I want you to go to the police academy. The police academy is such a dangerous place. Honey, don't worry. Desperate measures were taken. I'm joining the police force! The mayor says we have to take this riffraff. I'm trapped here? Well, yes. We all are. What about guns? When do we get guns? You will be schooled in firearms, police procedures, local laws, and many, many other things. High-speed driving. Police Academy. Where did you get this gun? Mom gave it to me. Mister, I am warning you, Hightower! They're lean. Mean. Does the radio bother you? I can turn it down. Obscene. Each and every one of them striving to defend. You make me sick. Thank you, sir. I make everybody sick. See the thighs. Or upend. Come on, come on. I haven't got all day the thighs. And now that they're ready for the real world. Give me the thing! Crime is no longer the number one problem. They are. Can you get my kitty cat out of the tree? No problem, ma'am. Police Academy. And we're back with Police Academy. Came out March 23rd, 1984. So, hey, we're two days away from uh, 36th birthday. I mean, uh, at the time of this recording, we're two days away. When and it comes out and you listen to it, it'll probably have long since passed. You never know. They could announce a lockdown this uh, afternoon, so I'll probably have no choice but to edit. There's nothing wrong with editing. <laughs> Anyway, uh, 6.7 on IMDb, so, yeah, just 0.2 points lower than the last movie. And in this movie, we got Steve Gutenberg, we got the ever-so-sexy Kim Cattrall, and, uh... Yeah, it's, it's a shame she wasn't in the sequel. I looked on IMDb, and she wasn't there. Yeah. And, uh, now the other big name I can recognize from this cast is, of course, Michael Winslow, because, yeah, it's, uh... <laughs> <laughs> His uh, character from this movie is well known. In fact, he went on to recreate it in, uh, of course, my favorite movie, Spaceballs. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I'm having trouble with the beep, the tweet, and the creep. Beep, 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 beep. That's not all he's lost. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, this movie starts out, we get some words across the screen coming on. It's March 4th. And the newly elected mayor has announced she was changing the hiring practices of the city's police force. No longer would height, weight, sex, education, or physical strength be used to keep new recruits at the Metropolitan Police Academy. So, hey, basically you and me can join the police academy, Scott. <laughs> Let's join police <laughs> academy. <laughs> yeah. And, well, now we're seeing a security guard in a stormy night, security guard known as Tackleberry, 
You can see he's just a little high-strung. He's looking around this building. He thinks he hears something in one of these rooms. Though, he just kicks the door open, gun a-blazing, and then he turns on the <laughs> lights, and it's a surprise party for him. And he's just like, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we can already tell this tackle bear guy, he, uh, he's a little gun crazy. He's a little out of it. <laughs> well, now we meet our main character, Carrie Mahoney. He's working at a parking lot, and well, this asshole comes up when the parking lot clearly says that it's full. And he's calling him names like Dickhead and Butt Breath. And uh, he's just like, hey, is that a wig on your head? But his boss comes on, he's like, you must park this man's car or else you're fired. Though so he does, and well, he's just <laughs> driving around on the car on two wheels. And then he parks it right between these two other cars, pretty much uh, wrecking it. It's like, hey, look, it can fit. Good help, it's hard to find. Now we meet another character, Leslie Barbara. He's working at a little photo hut thing, but then these two, uh, this group of punk comes along and they pretty much pick up his hut with him still in it, put it on the back of their truck, and then throw it into the ocean. So yeah, we can see this Barbara guy, he's one of those uh, fat loser type guys who has a little trouble sticking up for himself. Well, hey, it's me. <laughs> Mahoney, he's arrested. He's uh, brought into jail, and that's where we first meet. Larvell Jones. And so he's asking him, so what are you in for? And he's like, well, just watch this. We think we hear the sound of a gun going off and people are freaking the fuck out. Oh, no, not a gun at all. It's just Larvell Jones making the noises with his mouth. Sit and stay there. What are you in for? I'll show you. God damn it! Stop that! Oh, oh, no, sir. No, not you. That's terrific. Really. What's your name? Jones. Larvel Jones. Monsignor Larvel Jones. MD. Let's go, Mahoney. See you around, Monsignor. Dr. Monsignor. <laughs> you cut that out well Mahoney meets up with uh, Captain Reed and we just learned that he's just been getting in trouble for a long ass time so now he has an ultimatum join the police academy get through training or go to jail well he agrees and as long as he can bring Larvale Jones with him and now it's the day of uh, recruiting, and we meeting some characters, including Thompson, the female. And she just wants to be a tough woman. And then another character, Doug Fackler. And uh, uh, I looks at this guy's IMDb, and uh, yes, I knew I recognized this guy from somewhere. And he was a little different looking than this one, but uh, this guy was Axel in Friday the 13th, the final chapter. There's a guy at the beginning of the movie who worked at the morgue. You remember that guy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was him? Yeah. Just without the glasses? Yeah. 
he's a little less dorky looking in that movie too. And apparently he was in Scary Movie as well. Says he was homie number two uncredited. In fact, looking through How nice it would be to be a fucking actor in that movie. Well, as we can see, he's a little bit of an accident-prone man, which is why his wife is so reluctant for him joining the police academy. In fact, we see how accident-prone he is when he accidentally, like, gets her, like, uh, right in the crotch with his suitcase and smacks her with the car door. But, uh, he drives off, but she doesn't give up. She just jumps a bunch of fences uh, to get to him, and she's just hanging on the roof of his car. It's like, you stop this car now! Well, the recruits are arriving, and, yeah, we're getting to meet the big wigs. She first, uh, Commandant Lazard and Lieutenant Harris. They're really not too impressed with this new bunch of recruits, so they're coming up with a plan to make their life as much of a living hell as they can, trying to get them <laughs> to quit or fire them, or kick them out. And, uh, well... Mahoney's doing his best to get kicked out at first because uh, he's doing a little bit of flirting with Thompson. You know, getting her phone number. It's like, show me your size. Barbara arrives. He's probably a little late. And when he opens up car door, their dog gets out and ends up going up to Lazard and humping his leg. <laughs> and I think that dog got a little bit of a red rocket, too. That dog is a queer. <laughs> So, they're all getting sent to, uh, you know, suit up, and Barbara is arriving late, and Moni's saying, Oh yeah, just go into that house to get your uniform, and I, I don't know whose house, I think it must be Lazard's house. That's, that's, yeah, it's the commander. Yeah, and you know, he goes in there and, uh, finds his wife, uh, in a bath towel. <laughs> and, well, there's another character, George Martin, you know. Guy with a Spanish accent and seems to be popular with the ladies. He's uh, in the barber's office and all uh, these two jerk characters go by the name of Copeland and Blanks. Yeah, they're the jerks of the movie. We can see a little bit earlier there. Maybe, might have been a little bit racist. You know, I think it was Copeland saying, a bunch of spades here. And then we meet another character, Hightower, who's a big mountain of a man. He just places his hand on his shoulder and looks down on him. And Copeland's like, well, not that that's a bad thing, of course. But, yeah. Hey, these two characters, they come in when Martin's about to get his haircut. He's like, okay, go ahead. And so these guys get their heads just buzz cut. Like, shaved almost completely. And now it's Martin's turn. He's just like, hey, take a little off the sides, will you? Yeah. What? You you could do that? Yeah, guys. I think the army. And so dumb. <laughs> and where some of these guys are just uh, setting up rooms. <laughs> like Mahoney's going to be rooming with Tackleberry. He's a gun nut. <laughs> of course, one of my favorite <laughs> parts here is like when the uh, Fackler comes in and he accidentally knocks Larvale Jones out of the fucking building and <laughs> and Larvel just makes noise like <laughs> uh, easily the best character of the movie right there and of course another one of my favorite scenes and of course is when 
he thinks uh, Harris is walking around seeing your people playing video games. Eh, no, it's just Arfell pretending to while making the video games noises. Pew, 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 pew. And then we get the training montage, and of course, it's an 80s comedy about a bunch of uh, losers, so obviously the training's not going very well. <laughs> of course not. I go one character hooks. <laughs> There's just so many goddamn characters in this movie to keep track of. <laughs> After a while, I just started. You <laughs> see why I didn't want to do it? <laughs> <laughs> After a while, in my notes, I just uh, wrote down their first initials. <laughs> I would too. <laughs> yeah, hooks. Well, she just can't jump over the wall. <laughs> and of course, the character for hooks is that she just can't seem to yell at all. She's always kind of whispery. She's got no assertive voice. <laughs> nope. Yeah, just more crazy hijinks like Mahoney gets his pants ripped and of course Harris is telling him to get a new pair and while he's getting there he takes his megaphone and then gives it back to him and while Harris has his megaphone on his mouth yelling into it he pulls away. Uh, there seems to be ink on there. Leaves a little circle around his mouth. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was, I've, I couldn't remember. I thought it was going to be like a little Hitler mustache, but <laughs> it wasn't. Uh, yeah, funny joke, but uh, not so funny for Mahoney because he's being forced to run a lot with uh, Copeland and Blanks taking charge of him. <laughs> well, while he's out there running, we see Martine, well, uh, kind of dressed up like a woman in a robe and got something on his head just so he could sneak into the woman's section easily. And, uh, well, another character of Callahan. Well, she's just teaching these guys about, uh, you know, what to do, like, when being attacked. And so she gets Barbara. And, well, she just pretty much pins him down to the ground and practically has her crutch right on his face, so... After that, she's like, who's next? And then all the guys want to volunteer for that. <laughs> and of course, this is an 80s comedy, so of course, we get another scene of woman in showers. And uh, Mahoney is the one watching, but Harris comes along and is like, hey, get out of here. And of course, then Harris starts watching next, and of course, he's the one who gets caught. <laughs> <laughs> I like how he just throws the beer and just starts running. <laughs> the whole time Mahoney keeps trying to get himself out. But while uh, Harris is on the phone with Reed, he looks out the window and, you know, there's Thompson out there flirting with him. And so he's like, hey, you know what? I changed my mind. Well, he gets put through more, like, disciplinary stuff. He goes into the locker room where Larvel is, like, shaving with just a little razor. But he's just making the electric... Razor noises. And, <laughs> and, and, uh, Tackle Bear is trying to act all tough. He's like, hey, Barbara, come on, give me a little smack. Go on, go on, give me back. And he does, and it's a very good smack. And he'll see Ben's with <laughs> No, he says, hit me, hit me right here in his stomach. Oh. And then he slaps him. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he's just like, what? <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, man. Thanks, thanks. Uh, okay. <laughs> and the scene ends with uh, Larvel's just acting like the, the fucking razors killed him. <laughs> 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 
Well, now the recruits are being told they're getting put on leave for just one night. That they can do what they want to do. And so Copeland and Blanks, they go up and start bullying Barbara, who's like training for some study. And so Blanks tells Copeland, hey, throw his books out the window. And he does, but he does it in such a poor way that they end up hitting the wall instead of the window. <laughs> so what they're bullying him about is that they're hearing rumors about a party. Do you know? Uh, uh no, uh, Mahoney knows. Well, get the information from Mahoney. And so Mahoney tells him, where's a party at that a place called the Blue Oyster Bar? <laughs> and so <laughs> Copeland and Blank, a bunch of bigoted men going to this bar thinking they're going to get lucky, but turns out to be a gay leather jacket type club. And so they're pretty much forced to dance with these guys. And, uh, All night. Well, at the real parties going on at the outdoors area, a lot of fun going on. In fact, a lot of titties. Mahoney and Chomps end up walking together, and I guess we're made to assume they end up making a little bit of love. I think so. Well, now they're doing a little gun training. You know, just walking into this, uh, yeah, you, know, you see this, and sometimes there's movies where walking in, uh, uh, how was it? I want to say, well, fake buildings with some um, people popping out to targets you have to shoot or not shoot. Target practice. Yeah. Oh, Barbara's freaking people out because he clearly doesn't know what to do with his gun. <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> Tackleberry goes very fucking crazy. In fact, he ends up like sneaking into these buildings to get these targets from behind and stuff. He, Harris is like, you and me, we need to talk. <laughs> well, Martine is going into the woman's section again, dressed up, but uh, he runs into Callahan, who seems to know what he's up to. And, well, his punishment is that uh, he's forced down on a bed by her, and, yeah, he gets a little something from her. <laughs> and so, next night, Martine's talking to Mahoney about how he was jumped by her, and Mahoney's like, you know, every time I talk to you, you seem to be losing that accent. Okay, here's the truth, man. I'm not George Martin. I'm just George Martin. I, I just use the accent just to get ladies, man. Blank and Copeland are deciding to get back at Barbara. So what they do, just right before inspections begin, they put a hooker in his room. And... <laughs> Yeah, apparently looking at her IMDb, this hooker seems to be a adult actress. I mean, movies like Deep Throat 2. <laughs> well, Mahoney helps them out, and, you know, rather they go to hide, and the only place they can find to hide is under a podium. Which, of course, <laughs> Lazard <laughs> is doing a little presentation that day to a bunch of other guys. And while they're under there, well, uh, this hooker decides she's going to suck Lazard's dick. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's a he's a stay under here. The real uh, the real client will be here any minute. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> so <laughs> he ends up walking up, and yeah, <laughs> yeah. So she's sucking his dick in his whole presentation. He's like, <laughs> next slide. <laughs> After it's all over, he's walking away, and then 
Well, he sees Mahoney sticking his head out. <laughs> so, he's thinking it's Mahoney who did this. Squeeze in here. In here? Yeah. You want to do it in a podium? All my life. Right. I'll be right back. Where are you going? Well, I'm not really the customer. The real customer will be here any second now, okay? Oh, okay. Gentlemen, please follow me. We have a very, very fine slide presentation for you. Please take your seats. I think you'll find there's plenty of room for everybody. Thank you. First of all, I'd like to say how sorry I am that everybody could not make it today. For those here, I think you'll find the presentation interesting as well as very, very stimulating. Could we have the lights turned down? Now this first slide shows a very, very interesting thing. Our main building. In slide two, we see another view of it. Oh my God, you wouldn't believe it. Let us look at this slide for a moment without comment. I think it speaks for itself. Could we have the lights, please? Well, I hope this was as much fun for you as it was for me. Mm. Let's have lunch, shall we? And maybe smoke a cigarette. <laughs> so he goes there. He's like, we need to do something about money. Did something. He did a very bad thing to someone. Well, now there's another train montage, and well, we can see here everybody's doing a lot better, actually. Now they're doing some training with scars, but uh, of course, Harris is making Mahoney life a little bit more hell by just driving in the middle of the field and kicking him out of the car, making him follow. <laughs> but uh, later to get to the city, and there seems to be like a big ol' uh, backup with cars think it's all because of hooks and her non-assertive voice <laughs> and so Harris decides hey you know what I'm gonna get on this motorbike and take care of this and so he ends up accidentally ramping off of something and flying and where does he fly into <laughs> up a horse's butt up <laughs> <laughs> a horse's ass <laughs> so we're back at the academy and Mahoney's getting him a new hat and Harris is asking him, you didn't tell anybody, did you? Oh, no, no, sir. But uh, we can tell people seem to know because there's a <laughs> lot of people trying to hold their <laughs> laughter the laugh. best they can. And, of course, Larvel is just like, <laughs> I think the most hilarious thing is his partner is the one laughing, too. <laughs> yeah, that. Uh, well... Now it's that night, and uh, Hightower wakes Mahoney up, because uh, it's the driving test, test the next day, and he apparently does not know how to drive. So they end up stealing uh, Copeland's car. You can tell it's Copeland's car, because it's got a little Confederate flag as a license plate. And of course, it's such a tiny little car, too, and yeah, like I said, Hightower is kind of a mountain of a man. So they have to take these seats out, the front seats out. <laughs> and uh, they drive around and they're causing a little bit of mayhem. 
but now it's the next day and he ends up passing a test with flying colors. And now it's uh, Hook's turn and a little weird uh, random thing is that she starts singing Santa Claus is coming to town while doing her test. So do oh, I guess it's a Christmas movie. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. So we must watch this every <laughs> Christmas now. God damn, that list keeps expanding and expanding. <laughs> well, she ends up passing too, but when she's driving back, well, Copeland's next, and she ends up running over his feet. And, yeah, this really sets him off, and he calls her a jigaboo. Which, yeah, that's a big old racist term. But, uh, that does not please Hightower at all. And who, in a fit rage, comes towards Copeland, and who's hiding in the car now. And he ends up just picking this car up and just flipping it on his side. And, well, just because of that, Hightower is kicked out. And, uh, well, Copeland discovers his car all destroyed. He's like, So now him and Blanks are confronting Mahoney and Barbara in the lunchroom. And it's just looking like it's going to turn into something ugly really fast. And before Copeland can do anything... Barbara ends up smacking him with a metal tray. <laughs> <laughs> and a little bit of a brawl breaks out. And so now we got Blanks and Mahoney in Harris's office, and they're just trying to shift the blame around. All ends up with Mahoney finally getting kicked out. Well, now we got uh, Fackler, and uh, I want to say I think it was uh, Tackleberry. They're out in the city, and Fackler gets an apple, and... He ends up not liking it, so he ends up throwing it out the window, hits a guy in the head, and, well, this guy thinks another guy behind him threw it at him. So, <laughs> we got a little domino effect here, because they end up fighting, end up going into a bar, and uh, some machine ends up flying out. So, a one guy, he hands another guy a TV saying, I'm going to get that, and the guy's like, I got TV now! Free TV! And, big old riot just breaks out. Right here. So now everybody at the police academy has to get into their riot gear. Even Mahoney, who decides to go along even though he was just kicked out. Well, they get to where they think the riot's at, but it's like a freaking ghost town. It's like looking like, well, most towns right now in the present. <laughs> the present 2020, in case you're listening to this in 2021 and everything's back to normal, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Well, of course, the real riot comes along, and yeah, things go crazy. You can see Fackler, he's just doing his best to blend in with all the rioters, just so he doesn't get the shit kicked out of him. And uh, they all end up, well, three of them end up in uh, Lazard's car, while rioters come for him, and once again, Larvel imitates a gun noise just to get everybody to get the hell away from them. And, uh, well, Copeland and... Blanks are getting chased, and they end up right back into the Blue Oyster. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Barbara ends up finding the punks who were bullying him right at the beginning of the movie, who start to gang up on him again, but he gets uh, his confidence, and he beats the shit out of all of these guys. Justice. <laughs> and he's like, now, watch you guys return all that furniture. But... It's our furniture. Oh. Oh, okay then. <laughs> well, this one guy has Harris captive now. Has him at the top of the building. 
And so while everybody's down on the ground, just trying to do the best they can, Mahoney decides he's going to be the hero now. And so he goes up and uh, bad guy Harris aren't there. And Mahoney's like, oh shit. Ends up fighting this guy and ends up uh, kicking his ass, getting him, both him and Harris on the ground. And at this point, Hightower comes along. At first of all, it's looking like he's going to join this guy in killing them. He's just like, here, I want you to kill Harris first. But while he's distracted, he ends up smacking him and causing him to fly down a flight of stairs. And uh, who does this guy meet when he gets downstairs? It's Hooks, who finally finds her assertive voice! <laughs> <laughs> and so the riot's taken care of. Tackleberry is there, and he's just so upset he missed the gunfight. And now it's graduation day, and Mahoney and Hightower, they're being honored for their heroic actions. And, well, Lazar tells them to keep it short. Hightower keeps it really short. It's like, thank you, and walks away. <laughs> so Mahoney's getting up to the podium, and he starts to make a speech, but then finds out the hooker is right there <laughs> on the podium. <laughs> is that... <laughs> He looks over at Lazard and is like, yeah, I got you now, didn't I? And, well, we get ending credits with everybody just marching along. That's that movie. Scott, what do you think about this? Like I said, I, I haven't watched this movie in five years, easily. And I forgot how fucking funny this movie was. <laughs> I mean, just... It's, it's hard to talk bad about a movie when you're sitting there laughing your ass off. I almost died last night laughing when the dude was giving the presentation. Like, I I didn't even fucking remember that scene, and I was so glad I didn't, because it was, it was so nice to be able to go in fresh. This is definitely a movie I'm definitely going to take another, like, five-year break on, just so I'm like, I forget everything about it. Other than that, uh, it's, it's definitely a fun movie. It's It's, you know... Definitely, it's it's what you would expect from an 80s comedy movie. And for that, you know, I, I'd give it a best. This is a, a, I was laughing my ass off the whole time. Yeah, there's another one. Uh, it was my first time watched, and I'm surprised it's taken me this long to watch it. I mean, I always see that one and the sequels on the shelves at the video stores, but just never got around to watching it until now. I mean... Everything, of course, I hear about Police Academy movie is just how much the later sequels, like, really suck. And, of course, the Michael Winslow, of course. Yeah, I was watching this movie. I'm just like, why is it taking me so long to watch this? This movie is pretty goddamn fucking hilarious. Yeah, I'll have to watch again, again, without watching it for the show. And, and uh, thinking about watching the sequels, too. I mean, they're all on Netflix. Uh, of course, as I'm opening up the IMDb page, I look on a site and related news section that says, here's what's leaving Netflix in April 2020, so I better hurry up if I'm going to. Yeah, I'll probably try and watch the rest of the, the sequels while they're on there as well. One thing that kind of makes me a little nervous about the sequels is just what you can see, like, of course, this movie is completely R-rated, if you couldn't tell from, like, all the boobies and shit. But, you know, I see Police Academy 2 is PG-13 rated, and then 
by the third one. It's all PG rated, and I I don't know. I just don't like that when sequels just go down a rating. Like I think the only exception I can probably think of, of course, is you know Christmas Vacation. You know, while the first two Vacation movies were R rated, and Christmas was PG thirteen, but I think we can probably agree that Christmas is probably the best out of all of them. At least the one I go to the most. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's definitely up there. Yeah. Again, I just don't like that when sequels do that. It's just like, come on, you're forgetting what made the first movie so great. I'm gonna have to watch this and the sequels again sometime soon. Though, just for now, um, I'm just going to give this a pretty good. But I can see the rating going up. And, oh, yeah, speaking of related news, we talked about HBO Max earlier. Well, apparently the, there's talks about a reboot on HBO Max of this. If they do it, it has to be done with, like, really good people. Like, I'm, like Ryan Reynolds as Mahoney or something like that, you know? <laughs> I'd be down for that. <laughs> like, like this is—it's got to be something like that. And again, it's just another one of those. Like, I'm surprised they're taking so long to like at least think about a reboot or whatnot. But uh, yeah, I guess that's all I have to say. Winded from trying to remember all these fucking characters. <laughs> I can see why we don't do much ensemble movies. <laughs> yeah, just wait till we have to do Endgame. Ooh, boy. Oh, god damn it. <laughs> <laughs> We're screwed. <laughs> Alright, let's discuss next time on our break.
let's just say by our next episode, things are going to get pretty hot, shall we say? Hot? As in, hot, like know, fire? Fire. Fire coming out of the mouth. Mm, fire. Mm. Yeah, that's, uh, we, we like to be dumb when we try to announce our shows and make you give, get a little guess, but, you know, <laughs> we never do a good enough job. No. We're doing stuff that involves dragons. Yes. If I, if I recall right, we were supposed to do this, like, fairly many years ago. <laughs> I, I think This they, was a show that we were supposed to do at least three years ago. I want to say, I think they probably planned it uh, when I was on my short little hiatus. And I, I just remembered, yo, day before we were supposed to do that episode, I watched these two movies back to back. I'm like, okay, when we start each tomorrow, it's like, uh, we're not doing show tomorrow. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> but yeah, um, if nobody remembers, we were supposed to do a couple of movies called uh, Dragon Wars and Reign of Fire. Reign of Fire starring uh, McConaughey and Batman. Yeah, that's the one I'm going to be doing. <laughs> Jake is elected to do the sci-fi original Dragon Wars. I'm not sure it was a sci-fi original, but if you watch it... It you, should you could, be. <laughs> yeah, if you were able to watch a movie, you would think it would be. I mean, all yeah. I can tell you is that this one's got Craig Robinson from The Office, so, hey, we got that going for us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it should be fun times. Uh, so, yeah. You want to leave some thoughts on that. I mean, we know you people ain't doing much right now, so you could probably at least write us in. Yeah. Somebody, please. <laughs> so send it to unholymofos at gmail.com or jakethesnake54 on Twitter. I'm my brother underscore Scott one. <laughs> you people got nothing better to do, right? 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 <laughs> yeah, watch. After I get this published, like, oh, okay, you people go back to your normal life now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, if only. <laughs> That's probably too much to ask for at this point. Yep. So, hey, until Reign of Fire and Dragon Wars, hey, everybody, take care and peace out. Later, fuckers.
down anymore The sky is still clearing We're never afraid And the consequence opens the door I've never stopped trying I've never stopped feeling Like family is much more than blood Don't go on without me The peace that I
haven't been out of my house in over a week, so I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) The only news I get is from my paranoid fucking friends on Facebook. And, uh, yeah, speaking of friends, how is uh, Sean? You heard from him? I have not. I tried getting a hold of him to tell him that, hey, we're doing uh, Stripes and Police Academy on the show. would love to hear some feedback, and that was it. Yeah. And I haven't heard from him. Yeah, I was like, wonder, especially with schools being out, and apparently some speculating, well, some schools are saying they're out for the year now. <sighs> Goddamn loony people. Oh, there's a few schools in our area saying, hey, we're going to be back April 13th. And I'm just like, mm, I don't know if that'll be happening. I mean, I was working from home all week. And uh, they just told us yesterday uh, that's going to be extended to April 30th. So basically, <laughs> that means I expect to hear some... Uh, Long ass, what you've been watching, list. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> oh, I get to work from home here. Let me turn on a movie and do my work. <laughs> right? And he's like, hey, nobody can see me. And hey, I'm still being productive. But that's the thing. If you can have, like, movies and stuff on and still be productive, why can't you do it? Like, like... These people are like, no, no fun activities at work. Then why, why do I want to work? Like, I don't want to do this. What's the point? I get to sit here and be bored off my ass all day? At least let me watch something while I'm doing it. Yeah. I listen yeah, to music, for God's sakes. I mean, I, I guess I can see it, but then again, what should I say? Because my previous job, when I was working third shift that's what i was doing <laughs> i mean i don't know what else i could have done oh my third shift there was like no work left so i was like okay you're practically paying me to just sit here watch movies on youtube on my phone all the life <laughs> <laughs> so i talked with mike today he's uh Gotten started on doing the uh, second draft of Overdrive. Nice. He said he's uh, really adding in a lot of like gore and stuff. Like he says, like quasi zombie land feel. <laughs> nice. So <laughs> I am pretty interested to see what he comes up with, to say the least. That should be fun. I'm gonna. I got a new idea for. A movie, like uh, these, it's kind of like a Stranger Things type story. Like, uh, yeah. you know, a couple of kids, they get like this VR headset, like in a, in a giveaway type thing. And they don't know it, but the uh, it kind of sucks them into the game. Kind of like Jumanji-ish. And uh, they uh, have to fight for their lives against the horde of Nazi zombies, and whatever happens in the game, like, happens in real life. So, like, if they get bit, like, they feel it. Uh, and, they... and, like, like I have a scene that they're gonna, like, get jumped out of a plane onto the ground, and one, <laughs> one shoot's not gonna fall, so he smacks hard onto the ground, and he's just gonna fucking, 
like get up with like uh, no health, and she'd be like, "What the hell kind of game is this?" or something. I don't know. I haven't <laughs> I haven't thought about everything, but uh, it's just it's a little scene I'm gonna work on and send it to him, see what he thinks. Because him and I, we've been trying to figure out like uh, a new sort of like zombie story. Because everything has like been done. Yeah. So it's it's tricky. I was just I I felt it was it was a little more original. But then again, I haven't even seen the new Jumanji movies, so I I have nothing to go off of. And replicating that. So. That's my excuse. As long as I don't watch it. I'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My fucking. My dad got. You know. Quote unquote. Laid off. Everybody's out of work. The only thing that's open out here. That I know of. Is grocery stores. Apparently like. Uh, Walmart's. Like. Uh, offering like. What was it like crazy number of positions or jobs like what good is that gonna be well i mean i guess walmart is essential so they'll probably keep that open yeah i heard amazon's not even gonna deliver to like apartments anymore yeah yeah, my place is uh, saying, hey, no visitors allowed now. Uh, it's not the coronavirus. It's boredom that's going to fucking kill me. <laughs> if you got video games, you got movies, and you got Skype. What more could you ask for? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I want human interaction. Hey, you know, I'm just hearing... <laughs> I just don't know, man. I just hear everything about when again it's like, oh, it's just going to last a few weeks. Other people saying, oh, this could go on for at least a couple years or so. Uh, it ain't going to go on for years. Unless, like, all the fucking retards down in Florida, all those spring breakers, you know. Yeah. That's what I worry about. It's like. It's okay. The U.S. will just go under martial law, and if you're caught outside, you get shot. That's pretty much what it's going to come to. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going out. I haven't been outside my house in fucking, it feels like weeks. I mean, yeah, we're not on lockdown yet, so we're still allowed to leave. So I can still do a little grocery shopping and can still go to visit the girlfriend. But, uh... <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much all I can fucking do now. Woohoo! Yay for life! Yay! <laughs> I'm not gonna get into potatoes, but yeah. I've, everybody's been telling me everything that I need to fucking know, and it's like, okay, I don't care. Yeah, I mean, there's some speculations that, you know, once it starts. Warming up, you know, virus will start dying down. And people saying it's almost basically the flu. Yeah, I hope that's true. That's pretty much what it is. It's a virus. It's, 
I don't really know much about viruses. I don't know if they thrive in the cold, if that's why that's flu season. Like, I, I just, I don't understand it. Because, I mean, you got, you got a lot of cases in, like, Florida. Yeah. And it's warm down there, so. Like, it's, I, I don't know. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I just hope it passes soon. Sound like you're talking about a kidney stone. I hope it passes soon, man. Oh, oh God. <laughs> just imagine. Of course, once it does finally pass, and are all allowed to go you know, to restaurants, movies, concerts again. Just imagine how packed those places are going to be. <laughs> I hear they're re-releasing the fucking Infinity Saga in the theaters. As soon as they open back up for people to go watch. Then again, that could also just be because Disney wants to make a, a bunch of their money that they're losing. Every day that fucking the parks are closed. Yeah, that's true. And they've got to be making a little bit of a profit from, like, how much streaming they're probably getting from Disney Plus right now, I would imagine. Yeah, I would... I'd... Then again, it's only seven ninety nine a month, but they've got like twenty six point five million people. Was last I checked. So let me see. Here's my calculator. Twenty six five zero 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 zero. If my math is correct, off of Disney Plus, they're making two hundred and eleven million dollars. From all of their subscribers. Plus, they release billion-dollar movies all the time. Like, come on, Disney. You don't need all that fucking money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> By the time this is all over, it'll probably be just a little dent for them. <laughs> if that. Yeah, I suppose we could go on and on, but... Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Whose turn is it for the fucked up sex positions? I think it's my turn, but I don't have anything. Because, well, I got a little busy doing other stuff. And yeah, well, I'm find something last minute, or... I mean, I can look, but you can look too, and if you find something before me, then you can do it. Okay. There's my notes... City, the fucking ghost town, too, man. Imagine being in, like, China or Tokyo, where there's, like, millions of people on the street every day. Uh, yeah. Just imagine walking around there with nothing. No one. It's like Endgame all over again. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, internet. Load. Oh my god, that's fucking internet is so slow. Now my shit's not loaded. God damn it, I gotta restart my phone. Well, I think I found something. <laughs> well, good for you. You got the advantage. At least your shit works.
Pause, 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 pause. Oh, you see the Giants are among some of the uh, the highest, like, uh, PFF-graded like, uh, improvements in the offseason so far? Uh, who did they sign? I... <laughs> oh, Jesus, they signed a lot of people. Yeah. They probably signed seven people. They got, like, um, James Bradbury from Carolina. He was a cornerback. Okay. Blake Martinez oh, yeah, I think from I the Packers. Um, they got San Francisco's tight end. Um, the other tight end, I would imagine. Yeah, what's, who's, who's the other one? Uh, uh, George Kittle. Yeah. Uh. They signed um, a Cowboys lineman. Um, they signed. There's a there's a few no name guys they signed that I I don't know. Um, they also signed a quarterback, uh, Colt McCoy from oh, yeah. Redskins, for to be Jones's backup. How crazy was it that freaking uh, Todd Gurley? I know, <laughs> right? <laughs> I was shocked. Like, the first they run his ass as much as they can, then they sideline him for a year, and then they cut him. Like, right. It's not been a good few years for him. I mean, apparently his knees are pretty shot, so. Oh, yeah, they be... fucking ran him. Like, uh, like a goddamn slave. Of course, biggest surprise, of course, Brady. Oh, my God. Once he announced that he was not going back to New England, I was like, okay, let me double-check the calendar. Is it April 1st? I knew it wasn't going back. They fucking, they said he wasn't going back, like, months ago. Yeah, well, well, Nudie's gonna find out what it's like to be... Rooting for a losing team again. <laughs> yeah, I was looking at the the chart, and uh, on the chart, the last team in the league with, like, minus fucking players is, is fags. <laughs> like, they are the worst team. They've lost so many players. But Dallas, oh my god, Dallas sucks. They've let, yeah. they've let go just so many people that they needed to re-sign. Their defense is going to be bad this year. You watch. Yeah. And my Bears, uh, we just signed past his prime. Jimmy Graham and traded a <laughs> pick for Nick Foles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, uh, a lot of that didn't make any sense. This has been one weird offseason. It really has. Yeah. I just hope I, there's a... Let's just hope there's a football season now. There will be. They're not going to. Isn't the XFL still going? Nope. Oh, they finally stopped it? Yep, pretty much. I mean, I'm hearing, you know, they're already saying there's probably going to be another season. 
I mean, I guess that's not a complete loss. I, mean, I just, I, I didn't get into it. Like, I was expecting more, like, heavy hitting people, like, fucking getting knocked on their ass and shit. But it was just regular football. I was like, oh, come on. Yeah, yeah just supposed to, uh, just to hold us over. But, uh, well, that didn't do too good. And of course, then again, who could have predicted all this shit? I don't know. I just. I wish. I wish. I wish. Life would be normal again. I know. <laughs> hey, at least we get uh, movies that are in theaters. We can get them right to VOD now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That movie, The Hunt, is probably the only one I wanted to see in theaters, and nah, it's on VOD. <laughs> Good lord, I'm really happy it didn't happen last year with Endgame. It's like, no, I can't imagine what it'd been like if Endgame had to have been delayed. I mean, a lot of people would have freaked the fuck out, I think. Oh yeah, it uh, there there there'd be no way. And even if they were just saying, "Oh, we're just releasing it to streaming," I was like, "Oh, that's not the same." I. They're talking to... about doing that with Black Widow, just putting it on Disney Plus. I know. Like these people don't know what the fuck they're talking about. The Marvel movies are made for a theatrical viewing. Okay, right. let's let's try to save most of this for your show. <laughs> All right. Okay. And you, uh, you said you got something for the sex story. I do. The sex My phone's still booting up. It's still loading. I gotta get a new one. It's going slower and slower with each passing day. And I believe it is your turn to introduce. Okay. One eighty-one. Like that's gonna matter. Hmm. Okay, ready to go. Yeah. Okie dokie. Three, two, one, go. I haven't even figured out what song I want to put in myself. It's like, hmm, do I just want to go with something that was played in this movie or just do what I have been doing lately and just what, I, what I've been listening to? Usually I do just what I've been listening to, but... Yeah, but what kind of sucks is, you know, considering... Working from home, and you know, I'm just watching more stuff on my computer rather than just listening to music. So, I know there's some cop related songs I have, but like, I want to save most of those for Maniac Cop. Are you going to uh, do the Police Academy theme before we start talking? Yeah. 
It reminds me of the episode of Family Guy where they parodied it. <laughs> Fucking Peter. God's a cop. <laughs> you know, last night, uh, Girlfriend's Place, there was one episode we were watching where Meg was uh, training for the Olympics and, and she's like, that. yeah, I... Guys, I've been training for the Olympics for a while, and they're just flashing back to like certain episodes, <laughs> like uh, when all four of the guys were like uh, throwing up after having an epic cat, <laughs> and after Lois comes in, it's like, oh, watch out! Here comes Lois, like here comes Megan, like I'm leaving for the Olympics. Oh, ew! And when Stewie was like, mom, mom. Mom, mommy, 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 mommy. And here comes Meg saying, hey, I'm training for the Olympics. And then another one from the very, very old episodes. And she's like, yeah, see, I've been training since I was Lacey Chabert. <laughs> <laughs> that joke always, that was always funny. <laughs> yeah, I was totally another person. I totally forgot. PJ Souls was in this when uh, I watched it again you a couple totally months ago. You forgot. Yeah, I totally forgot. <laughs> God damn. Fuck you, Zach Levine. Dewey. Dewey Oxburg. My friends call me Alex. I know you're going to do it anyway, but go ahead and uh, interject. Anytime I forget something. You know I will. <laughs> That's why I said I know you will. <laughs> Did you hear the news that uh, uh, Ahsoka Katano has been cast for The Mandalorian Season 2? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I forgot to talk about that. Yep. I don't know if you know who she is, but she was in that Clone Wars show that you said uh, you didn't don't watch. I mean, yo, I saw the pictures, and I was like, I figured that's who it was. Yeah. It's the first live-action version of that character. Oh, what the fuck am I looking up here? Oh, shit. Ghostbusters came out in 84, right? That's correct. It's funny to think Bill Murray and Harold Ramis and Ivan Reitman were all making something before Ghostbusters. Right. Oh, uh, by the way, which uh, version of the movie did you watch? I'm just curious. I didn't watch any version of the movie, unfortunately. It's not on anything. I'm pretty much going to go off of memory, and my memory's pretty good, so... Oh. Okay. I literally I... just watched it, like, a couple weeks ago, so it's still very fresh on my mind. Yeah. Hey, I'm sorry, I probably would have put copies of... Well, I mean, Police Academy is on Netflix, so that helped, but... That's why know, I watched I re- that. I, I knew Stripes was on Netflix, but, like, it's not on there mean, now. Uh, you know, everything that's or, been going... What was it? Amazon Prime? It was on something. I, I watched it on Prime, but I I actually uh, paid to, to watch it on Prime. Ah. I would have uh, tried downloading a cop- 
be or whatnot, but uh, everything that's just been going on is just uh, so distracting. <laughs> yeah. I pretty much just found some notes online, and I'm going to basically do the rest from memory. Okay. It's uh, not, not the, a hard movie to remember. <laughs> hey, I was asking, so I guess I should have asked, what version of the movie did you watch the last time you did watch the movie? I think it was just a theatrical version. Okay. See, I remember, like, well, first time I watched this movie was with the theatrical cut. Um, we did this on another show for Nudie's birthday, and, yeah, it was the first time they seen it, uh, because <clears throat> of the movie, too, and well, honestly, they weren't really big fans of what they added in the extended cut. It was just like what, a... What's a, what did they add? Oh, it was just like a, a additional scene of them going somewhere, and just really did not add anything to the movie. That's it? They added an extra 40 minutes of movie for one scene? I think it went, like, maybe... I think there was a little bit more, but, yeah. Let me go to Prime. I just looked it up last night. There's a very, very distinct difference in the times. Yeah, I'm looking uh, at right here. That's why made me like, think about it, because, like, it says right here, regular runtime is 106 minutes, and extent is 122 Yeah, I, I saw um, when I was looking, it was like an hour and 46 minutes or something, and then it was like two hours and something. Prime Video Cinema. The Invisible Man is two hours and four minutes. Holy shit. Yeah. That's a long movie. Yeah, I pretty much decided to watch the just the theatrical cut. Just because I wanted it to end just before it reached our daily huddle. And, oh, I'm, I'm loving doing the huddles at home because, uh, you know, I'm doing our huddles at home. I can actually just walk around. Yeah, it's nice to be able to get up and walk around and do stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah, I can actually... Because I do stuff like take my garbage out, and that's a really nice thing. Is like, well, hey, I'll go take a quick uh, ten minute break and take a quick shower during that break. Hmm. Goddamn, Stars has got a lot of good movies. There's a Stars section under Prime. I don't know if you see it. I got a lot of good movies. Holy shit. Oh, yeah, 30 minutes or less. Is that on our list? Uh, I don't believe so. I want to do that. Okay. I actually got the thing up right here. Bad News Bears. That's another one we can do. The, the original one. Oh. I, uh, I don't know what the original one. Who's in the original? Do you know? I think I want to say Walter Matthau. Have you ever seen the uh, Grumpy Old yeah. Man series? Yeah, it's Matthau. He 
Jesus Christ makes me want to subscribe to Stars. It's not a good shit. Dirty rotten scoundrels. We haven't done that. I know we haven't. Because we were going to. We were going to do that, I think, with the jerk, right? I think so. And forgot about it. Yeah, now we won't get that catch. I got to list now. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely gonna wait for Sean to do that once. <laughs> yes. Be fucking Michael Caine the whole time. <laughs> 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 oh, that's gonna get so annoying so quickly. <laughs> oh gosh, and so some of these movies I've been uh, I onto the list. I was like, I just discovered a new YouTube channel of a guy who reviews movies, and well. <laughs> He's, he just reviews movies altogether, but he has this one well segment he calls Hilariosity, where he just reviews extremely bad movies. And, you know, whether or not he likes them or not, just because of how bad they are. But anyway, some of the movies, it's just like, oh, my God, this movie was so bad. It's so fucking hilarious. And uh, it's just one of those things, like, I loved the podcast when I first started listening to them. You know, just listening to these or, you know, in this case, watching this guy's videos, it's just like, you know what? I kind of want to give this movie another chance. I remember when I first saw that happening and didn't care for it. And a few years later, like one of the first few, you know what? This might have been the very first podcast I listened to. Now that I think about it, these guys were doing a uh, commentary for the happening and it's just like well fuck listening to these guys just talking about it makes me want to watch it again <laughs> and uh well that's why i've added that movie to our list <laughs> all right Jan. looking in the hbo section now they don't have as good of stuff but still some good things in there my biggest problem with fucking hbo is they're already making you pay fucking for HBO. Now they want to make you pay for HBO Max. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck? Fuck you, Warner Brothers, okay? But I mean, like, they do have some good shit going to it. I, th- I, th- I don't understand why South Park is going to it. Is that like... I think it's leaving Hulu. Yeah, I... I think it had left Hulu because I was just looking for that and uh, couldn't find. Well, I mean, I I don't think I could find Comedy Central on there actually. Uh, let me see. Go to Hulu. I don't think they got rid of their Comedy Central. I don't think I've ever seen them take off a network. Search. Um, yeah, Comedy Central right there. Yeah. Oh, South Park is still here. Why can't I not find it? Season I left here, like... 1 through 23. They're on here still. Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah. It's new episodes, it looks like. Oh, yeah, there it is. Okay, cool. That's that's perfect for me because uh, 
you know, once I get done with Bob Burgers, I actually want to start uh, binge watching Workaholics next. Got three episodes, so I still gotta watch. It's crazy. I just want to watch everything. This is what it is. Look at that. Very useful for us. <laughs> you know they're gonna fucking make a joke about all of this eventually. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can just imagine it now. Yeah, a lot of jokes about uh, toilet paper, I imagine. <laughs> Dad, how come our whole entire house is filled with toilet paper? You don't understand, son. This is serious business right here. This is our basic need of survival. We must have the toilet paper. <laughs> oh, and Stan, if you don't mind, uh, could you keep uh, six feet away from me? Dad, I wash my hands. You can't be too sure, Stan. Come on, just 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 stay away from me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good distance. Dad, I'm pretty much at the other end of the house. Yeah, yeah good. Stay there, Stan. <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe you should go outside. That'd, that'd be even better. <laughs> when everybody's off of work for three weeks except for you, Ralph on the bus. I'm in danger. All right, let's let's get to this. Yeah, we've been on break for quite a bit now. <laughs> this will be fun outtakes for everybody to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, I got the uh, IMDb pulled up. And three, two, one, go! <laughs> <laughs> 